0: ready to pray today, I we're going to have an amazing time in the presence of the Lord. So before we pray, I, I had a thought um, this morning for all of you and I just want to share that thought with you. Um, don't want to go into that like a Bible study, but that's just a thought and we will Pray as the Holy Spirit leads us. You know, um, when God wanted to destroy Pharaoh's system in Egypt, God did something. Wow, this is just coming so strong on me like a revelation right now. This is what happens when we all are we are all together like this, we are ready to. See God. Um, has any one of you in this room questioned? I see, uh, Pastor Ivan, we acknowledge you. Thank you for joining us for prayer. Okay, let's go back. Um, has any one of you um, ever wondered why God did not deliver the Egyptians in one go? Ha, has anyone wondered that this Almighty God just um, could could send Moses with his all-powerful backup, <clears throat> with all-powerful backup, with with the whole host of heaven, with with all the power, authority needed? God sends. Moses saying that you will be like a God to this Pharaoh. You know, whatever you say, I will do it. And God sends him. But yet, he had to do one plague after another plague after another plague. He had to demonstrate so much of God's power, like in 10 different plagues. And and finally, in all of those series of God's intervention to deliver his people, um God does it step by step and so on and so forth. So I believe some of you have really wondered, why did God do that? You wondered, right? Come on, wave at me one more time if you have wondered. I have a thought towards that. When God wants to destroy a giant, he will send a David anointed to throw a pebble guided by the wind of the holy spirit that the pebble will go right in a way in a you know imagine you he throws a slingshot and the pebble is carried in such a way the giant had a forehead of course he, he had a head so he had a forehead and he had a helmet and the helmet was even covering his Uh, In between his eyes, it was covering like this. But there was a tiny spot between his nose and his head. A little space. And this pebble directly goes and lands in that spot. And the giant falls flat. That is an act of God. Now, David threw the slingshot. But the stone itself, the pebble, was carried by the wind of the Holy Spirit to locate the giant's weakest point so that was one shot victory which god gave david but in terms of moses god did not just want to break a giant because pharaoh was not a giant pharaoh had become a system if he gets killed there will be one more successor one more pharaoh in the pipeline to to take up his throne and to do the same things what the previous man did So what was Pharaoh? Pharaoh was a system. So what did God do? God said, if I destroy this guy in one shot through my servant Moses, the people who are watching, see, there are two camps of people watching. Are you enjoying this? Come on now. So there is a whole group of Israelites watching who are in slavery and they think there is nobody more powerful than a Pharaoh. Wow. In their mindset, 400 years, four centuries, there is an oppression, there is a bondage. There is this information, there is this mindset, there is this bondage that has been speaking year after year, decade after decade and now their forefathers, 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 forefathers or have all said one thing, that we are slaves. You're born as a slave, you will die as a slave, you can't dream anything beyond it, this is it. This is your life. You're born in shackles, you die in shackles. You're born in bondage, you will die in bondage. You will you will live in this way, you will eat in this way, you will dress up in this way, you will live this way. Don't expect anything anymore in your life. That is their story and they have no more ah, I need to come down. They have no more the ability to dream any more further. So that is their mindset. So the whole of Israelites have, have grown in that mindset for 400 years. And now they're watching Moses coming as a leader sent by God to fight Pharaoh. And in their minds, they're looking at a Moses and they're saying, oh, what, what, what is happening right now? It looks like a like an episode after an episode, he's fighting. But there's also another group of people watching. That is the Egyptians. The people who have trusted their leader as the boss man, Pharaoh. And they're watching Pharaoh being so powerful and been so powerful for 400 years. Now there is a two kingdom conflict happening. Now this Pharaoh's kingdom is a system, very superior. And this kingdom looks like the kingdom of slaves, very inferior. Now, the guy who rose up from Moses, from the same breed, he's trying to face off with this system. Now, what God does is step by step, he begins to break down the system of Pharaoh. Now, can I tell you something? God could have killed Pharaoh in one go through Moses. But it was God's plan to destroy the faith of Egyptians in their system. Do you see this? Now, God is introducing Moses, not just like an assassinator, you know, not like a sniper who will just come shoot in the night and disappear. But God, through the acts of God, through the life of Moses, God is destroying a faith in a system. God is saying, destroy the faith in a government called Egypt. Destroy the faith not only of a Pharaoh, of all the governance that he has introduced, the whole structure, the whole administration, the whole capacity of his kingdom, the whole horsemen, the armies, the water they use. They had the river Nail, the longest river in the whole world was part of the Egyptian civilization. They had the longest river and they used it for their benefit for business. And God was like, I will break the faith in that river. I will turn it to blood. They worshipped frogs and God said, look, wait, I'm going to destroy the faith that they have in their gods. I'm going to multiply frogs, which they worship will be found even in their house, uh, tiffin boxes, in their clay pots. I am going to destroy everything. They said they will have crops. They worship the God of the fields. Wait and watch. I'm going to send the locusts that will come and eat up everything. God was destroying their faith. The system of Pharaoh's belief system was being destroyed as Moses began to act against the system of Egypt. My goodness, people of God, are you are you hearing this? I'm getting too excited. This is. I don't want this to turn into a Bible study, but we are going to pray. But I want to give you these keys. So God's acts are not going to be according to our comprehension. Come on now, come on. Now you and me can be like in the camp of the Israelites and you're watching a leader or you're watching something and you're saying, I don't know how much my God is powerful. Look, Moses, you went and did one small thing. And again, the, the Pharaoh has got so angry with us now, he's increasing our bondage. Maybe you are sitting in the camp of slavery and you're saying, oh no, what kind of God we serve? God, oh, can't he just kill the Pharaoh and liberate us? But God is like, you don't understand what I am doing. What I am doing is breaking the whole system, the whole faith in the system of a Pharaoh, whole faith of what is called as a government, whole faith of what is called as an Egyptian system, the whole bondage system that could hold hundreds of generations for 400 years in bondage through fear, through intimidation, through control, through manipulation, how they could hold the bondage, that system's capability to put their hands and claws over over the slaves was being broken, was being cut off by every act of God through the prophet Moses sent by God. Each and every move God was doing was trimming, was cutting off the reach of Pharaoh into the people of Egyptians and into the people of Israelites. Now, sometimes you and me can sit like an an Israelite and say, Oh, my God has not come through yet. Oh, what is happening? That looks like the battle is raging and I don't see an outcome. Child of God, sometimes you need to wait for God in such a fashion that when he brings you out, he's not just bringing you out. He's erasing your history of slavery by destroying everything that ever stood against you. I'm prophesying over somebody. He's destroying the memory of the enemy's power that has held your life in bondage. Come on, I, I don't know who's listening to me. God, let it be so. If this is a prophetic meeting, let it be so. When God brings you out of a bondage, God has the capacity to flog the devil in such a way that he will look at you and say, Oh, I wish I knew. Never attacked her. Ah, I wish I never deceived her, I wish I never put this one in bondage. Now because I did that, she knows all the tricks and the trades of my life. Come on now, that's exactly what the enemy got from Moses, because Moses knew the system of Pharaoh. He was born in the palace. He understood how every witchcraft works. He understood every warcraft. He understood everything. But when Moses became a weapon in the hands of God, he destroyed the whole system. I pray tonight that we will not just be a giant killer, but we will be the people that will destroy the faith in the system of the devil. I I want some people to agree with me right now. Can you get excited? Can you get more excited than me? Come on now. So every act of God that God is about to do through your life is going to be a blow to the enemy's kingdom. Right now, I want you to begin your mouth and open your mouth and begin to pray. I want you to say, Lord, every move of the Holy Spirit through my life is going to affect the system of the enemy. I'm going to break the system of the enemy step by step, meticulously. I'm going to break the faith in the enemy's system. Re Come on, everybody, open your mouth, begin to pray. Ranto, roco, si, catele, Lord, let every act of the Holy Spirit through my life become so powerful that the enemy system and the people who are under his influence will lose faith in the enemy system because this God is too powerful. This God is too awesome. Child of God, if Moses took longer time to destroy Egypt, it was basically to make sure that the Egypt's power reputation. Egypt's authority reputation will be so destroyed. Guess what? The the Bible says when the Israelites left Egypt because of the acts of God, because of the hand of God, the fear of God fell around all the other nations around them and all the other nations said the God of the Israelites is a dangerous God come on now reboshik the bible actually says that the that before the children of god went forward the fear of god went forward <laughs> and the enemies and these people who were ready to fight the israelites they said we have heard about this god what he did to the Pharaoh and the Egyptians, and they were scared. Lord, we pray right now, let the fear of God fall on the camps of the enemies that we are facing. Come on, one, two, three, prayer. This afternoon, I was sitting and I was just watching... You know, I was just with my kids. I was just sitting and I was just sitting on the couch and I was hearing in the heavenlies one conversation one, you know, some some things were talking in the heavenlies. They were like, oh my goodness, what's happening now? We have to let go certain people. We have to let go certain territories. This guy is rising up. I said, it is not just me rising up. I am coming as a system. I was declaring in the spirit. I said, "I am. I am not alone. I have a backing. I'm an ambassador of Christ. You know what? That is what happens when God is about to do Something he will gather a group of people, and you are part of that right now. You are part of that for even Chicago, you're part of that for your city. You know, you might say, Oh, we are we are we are few, but you know what? Gideon didn't know need a lot of people, he just needed the few that God selected. So be it. To break the system of the Pharaoh. Come on, raise up, lift up your voices and pray right now. This is the time you decree and declare. This is the time you tell yourself, God, I am rising up. I am not going to sit under this bondage anymore. Right now, God, destroy every work of the enemy through me through the acts of the Holy Spirit. Come on, pray, pray, pray. I'm giving you one or two more minutes to pray over this prayer point. Pray with understanding pray with understanding don't pray with with no understanding it doesn't it will not take you anymore but you have to pray with the spirit of revelation with the spirit of revelation with your eyes open that you will say my god is moving through my life to destroy a system that has held me in bondage raka seka tira manaha Manto come on your your mouth is a weapon your tongue is a weapon you got to use it you got to use it like a, like a sword release the voice of God through your life oh if nobody told you let me be the one to tell you at the time of warfare you don't sit and meditate at the time of warfare you decree and declare what the Lord is telling in your spirit that's how the walls of Jericho fall that's how the enemy's camps will hear the voice and the thunders of the Lord when you speak it 30 more seconds push in speaking in tongues Lord every system that has held not just me in bondage whatever I'm associated with whatever was held in bondage today I'm taking it back because because the Lord's fire, the Lord's spirit is acting through me to destroy everything. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody shouted a mighty amen. Come on now, wave at me. Do something. Do something. I like participation. I like participation. Second question. Second thought. Now the now the Egyptians saw Pharaoh's heart becoming harder and harder, each move that God introduced through Moses. And I always thought, oh my goodness, oh sad that the people are suffering now. But I want to give you a revelation. When the enemy becomes stirred up to fight you the most, beware and know clearly your deliverance is at hand when the enemy fights you the hardest and he oppresses you the hardest meaning he knows he's losing his grip over your life and he'll come up with against you with everything he has got that is the moment you know actually you can say oh no what's happening with me now right now i'm feeling so terrible so much of warfare is waging against me what's happening i'm feeling this and that my beloved my dear relax This is the moment the enemy is actually terrified. He's saying, I lost her. I lost him. I'm losing my grip. I'm losing my my manipulation. I'm losing my control over her life. So I have to oppress her the most. But that is the moment you got to say, I know what's happening right now. What is happening right now is when the Pharaoh, the enemy comes hardest, God can break him the most. Oh, come on now. You got to hear what I'm saying. You know, you cannot break something that is soft and flexible, but that which becomes hard, one hit, it breaks. So that's what God was doing. God was saying, Pharaoh, I will teach you to become so confused, so stirred up, so agitated against my people, that you will become so foolish that you will follow them to the Red Sea. You're with me? Come on, people, please wave at me. This is prophetic prayer time. I never meditated this. I'm just coming to you with thoughts. So that Pharaoh will say, that Pharaoh will become so stupid. That's the right word. He's, he's going to be so confused, so terrified that he's losing his grip. He's becoming so mad. He's becoming so so um, so hardened in his heart and he becomes so stupid that he will follow you right into the Red Sea. Come on now, I don't want you to miss a word what I'm about to say. Thinking that God who opened the Red Sea for the Israelites has also opened the Red Sea for an Egyptian. That God will let him know that not every door is an open door for you, my dear, because you are not part of my camp. You're not part of my people. So my people's open door will never be your open door. That will be the door of your death. I don't know. I think I need to go to Africa to preach these things. I Come on now, like do something. You know, I want to see your excitement. So, you know, the enemy forgets that he has access to, he thinks he has access to attack you. But God is actually letting him come in so that God can destroy him. Not every door that God opens can be an open door, you know. Because when the enemy pursued God's open door for Israelites, it became the death door for Pharaoh. The Israelites went through the door. But when the Egyptians entered, it was the last time they saw an open door. So I want you to pray right now and say, Lord... I thank you that the enemy is fighting me the hardest because I know my deliverance is at hand and you're about to destroy every work of the enemy upon my life and I give you praise I give you glory and I'm about to I'm about to witness ex Explosive victory. I'm about to experience explosive grace coming upon my life. I'm about to witness explosion of exploits upon my life. I really believe God is ready to explode you into an amazing victory in your lifetime, which you've never seen. I feel that prophetically it's coming around the corner for some of you. Raka That the name, that the voice, that the, the, the soundings, that the threats will end end forever. Because when God delivers you, whom the son of man sets free, he sets him free Indeed, that is about to happen. Indeed, God has set you free. Indeed, you are free. Come on, prayer, 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 prayer. Oh, Let the enemy have regrets that he ever touched you. Let the enemy have regrets that he ever came after you. Oh, that you have become such a glorious threat. Not only threat, you have become a bait for him. I don't know who's hearing me. That you have become a bait for the enemy. The enemy thought you're too gullible. The enemy thought you can be easily manipulated, but he doesn't know that the God of fire is upon you. He has destined you for the mountaintop. Come on, prayer. I want you to pray right now. Lord, we release the fire of God into every home. Right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we release the fire of God. Let them get out and get moving in the spirit right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. I'm thank you that you're doing a quick work. People of God you <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking but God is preparing you for 2023. The Lord this these days of prayer is preparation for what is ahead. Eh shaka bayanto zekoriante mezokoliante, zifariante zambramaniante, urakasika talaba rondo nekeriante zikarianto roboseke masakarianta rianta talaba. Oh let my God prepare you people. Eh roboshikariante let the Lord God prepare you. Rebo That you will be ready to harvest the greatest victory so far in your life. That you that you will be able to say, My God has brought me out not like a slave. He has brought me out as a prince, as a princess. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, oh, oh! Come on now. You know something. God's God is so meticulous. Everything okay, we are moving on. We are praying. Everything that the Israelites worked hard to build Pharaoh's kingdom by the gold that they dug under the ground, everything that they extracted for Pharaoh's fame and glory, and it's literally like the enemy was hijacking everything that was coming out of their hard earned hard worked um, slavery they worked hard to produce these things and pharaoh was taking it up and showing it as if it was his achievements Hmm? you're getting this pharaoh was showing off his gold his utensils not only in his house every egyptian had gold and everything that that the israelites extracted or like they took it from the ground worked hard shed they 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 shed their sweat and blood to get that so that the Egyptians could shine bright and look royal and look amazing. But guess what? When the time of deliverance came for the people of God, Egypt was bankrupt. Why? Because God commanded the Egyptians to have favor towards the Israelites. In other words, Israelites had favor of God, and when they went and asked, listen, watch this, when the Israelites went and told the Egyptians, "Please give us some gold," they were so scared to disobey. Oh, come on now, Come on now, I'll. I, come on now, come on now. You got to, you got to get this into your spirit right now. May the Lord get give this to your spirit. You know when, when. You know, it 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 actually shifted <laughs> slaves to be the boss. Wow, wow, wow! Kamba robo talaba. It's like the Egyptians were like, oh, look, this is the gold ways I have. This is some this gold, that gold. Like like you know, I have this. You know, oh, this is my price position. I bought it in the market, but that whole. Thing was produced because of the sweat and blood of an Israelite and now an Israelite goes and tells the Egyptian I want that and they're like please take it not only this take everything that's in my house so basically the favor of God on the Israelites meaning it was the fear of God towards the Egyptians the Egyptians were scared of the Israelites they're like if we don't obey Moses and their people I don't know what's going to happen next to us. Let us let go of these people. Take it. The Bible says Egypt was ransacked because a wealth transfer happened from the Egyptians hand to the Israelites hand. I don't know whom this word is for, but I believe God wants to break the curse of financial bondages let let every limitation break let every limitation break I am uh, let every limitation break may the wealth of the wicked come into the wealth of the righteous open your mouth and begin to pray Lord give me favor that I will receive the wealth of of the wicked. I know you always prayed saying that someday it will happen that the wealth of the wicked will come to the righteous. But today I'm telling you to put yourself in the shoes of the righteous. And I want you to pray believing that the wealth of the wicked is coming into my hands because I am the favored of the Lord in this generation. That God will send finances, kingdom finances. robo That when we want to do things for the kingdom our hands won't be limited father we thank you for this favor come on everybody pray <laughs> Father, we thank you for this grace. We thank you for the grace. Lord, we thank you for the grace that Lord, that you are leading us meticulously. You're leading us precisely. You're leading us into our victory. You're leading us into into the favor of the Lord. You're leading us that our enemies will fear us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the fear of our God fall in the camps of the enemy one more time that the favor on us will look like fear to them in the mighty name Name of Jesus, and everybody shouted a mighty Amen. You know, have you heard some of you? You know, when people pray for revival, they are all very nice and cute. But my Bible tells me that the kingdom of God suffer violence, and the violent take it by force. You know why? The enemy can look cute, but he's not cute. His ways are not cute. His ways and the ways he does. Is not cute. So you have to be a fiery Christian. You can, you, you know, you can do everything in a calm way. But when you come to prayer, you have to be ablaze. You got to be so much on fire that the fire in your bones is what is praying louder than your words. Oh, come on now. The fire in your spirit should be higher than the velocity of the words coming out of your mouth. That is when you know your spirit has taken over you. Come on now, open your mouth and begin to pray. Stir up your spirit. You know, there is a place in God. I've experienced this personally. You can pray like this in this kind of tenacity and fire. And the moment you say, I cannot pray, my body is tired, I cannot pray any more longer, I have seen. It's as if like the wind of the Holy Spirit begins to carry you. And then it's no more you, your flesh is dead and you're carried by the Spirit. And the dimensions open and the encounters begin to flow. And it is not something that you are even trying to imagine. You're launched into a trajectory of heaven where there is no point of return and your eyes are open, your spirit is open. I believe the Lord is pushing some of you to dimensions of fire dimensions of glory propelled by the fire of the holy spirit raka robo lord help your people to pray lord just like the apostles huh just like the 120 prayed in the upper room they raid right in a way when the fire entered it took over the whole room the fire the bible says the sound filled the whole atmosphere and the fire came and sat on them that is the tenacity i'm hearing the word the critters of are living critters what are critters can somebody type type Uh, Type to me on the chat, what are critters? Critters, I'm I, I'm hearing the the I'm hearing I'm hearing a word that the critters are leaving. As you're praying tonight, the critters are leaving. Wow, small insects, rakasika. Wow, my goodness, Lord, we release the fire of God. Every critter, leave. Every bugs, every insects, anything that has infested into your territory, leave in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Let the fire of God dislocate every critter. A every bed bugs every critters every everything everything that's hiding in the darkness in the in the nook and corner of your atmosphere. Let the fire of God exit it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we release the fire of God from our spirit, from our bones. You can be thinking, why the fire? Because our God is a consuming fire. The Bible says there is a baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then there is a baptism of fire. When the fire baptism happens, that is the part where you move like God. That is the part when you become a consuming fire like God. That was the standard of Elijah. When he had to move, chariots of fire had to come and carry him because he was a man of fire. Rabba Santa Riondo Roko Zika Talabaha. <laughs> Lord, let the pillar of fire and the cloud begin to manifest in our lives, God, in the dark night and in the morning, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everybody shouted a mighty amen, amen. Come on, begin to give the Lord a best clap offering right now, everybody. Come on, this ministry, there is an anointing to clap, okay? You need to clap. I'm making you on my eighth month eight-month-old baby to clap. So you should be clapping right now. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, let our hands be like the symbols of praise. Just like David said, my fingers are trained for war. So my hands are clapping for my victory. That the enemy is hearing the ripple effect of what is happening in my territory. The frequencies of heaven are being released through our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody needs to clap. Until your depression breaks right now. I'm giving you a prophetic word. If you can just become obedient, may the Lord deliver you tonight. Ra kasaka talabaha. Ranto robo gozika reyanto. You need to just clap. And my dear, when you clap, your depression is about to leave you. Forget about your formal stature. Clap, for the Lord wants to deliver you from every depression. E rabo siko Zanto robo go Zele me rebo. I'm seeing the shackles break. I'm seeing something breaking tonight. I'm seeing a vision right now. I'm seeing a vision of a Chinese pot. Of a Chinese pottery. I'm seeing a vision of a Chinese vase. It's it's white. It has bluish... um, 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 Bluish mm malo on it's 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 white it has not blue bluish violet violetish um um paintings on it it's a chinese pot it's it's as if like um dead things are inside of it i don't know if there's dead things inside of it physically but it is like a chinese pot it it, it can hold dead things dead things not in, in the sense i don't know but I'm I'm seeing this vision right now. It's as if like if there is a person's remains, if it's put in that pot, it becomes the dead remains, right? I, I don't know. People are typing something. I I don't know how to pronounce this. And urn, U-R-N. What is that? I have no idea. lava. Can somebody unmute and talk to me urn, urn. what is that urn is basically a, a glass container that holds the ashes of the dead body wow so is this a real thing yes it's a real thing oh yes. wow i'm seeing somebody on the chat chinese people keep dead remains in an urn oh my goodness okay thank you right now i'm seeing in my spirit for somebody it's 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 a prophetic word for, i think for everybody it's as if like the lord is releasing something right now the lord is saying don't keep your dead with you anymore I, I I decree and declare beauty out of ashes tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I release a superior word over them in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, even as I stretch forth my hand, even as I stretch forth my finger, let the finger of God locate them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the power of God locate that person right now. Lord, even as I point my finger, I am feeling the fire of God on me. Lord, as I point my finger towards this camera, let the let the electricity, let the fire of God, Lord, locate that environment, locate that that home and let the fire of God remove every dead ashes, God. Lord, I decree and declare let there be beauty out of ashes. If anything looks like burnt down, let my God bring you beauty out of those ashes in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, Lord, everybody's believing right now. Let them receive beauty for ashes. Beauty for ashes. It's only my God who can do this, who can turn ashes into a beauty. From nothing to something new, from nothing to brand new things is the God who introduced beauty. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody shouted a mighty amen. Wow. Wow. Shaka Robonian de robo Zanto I know we have prayed for already quite some time. Wow 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 wow. Wow. I never even touched what I wanted to. Thank you Jesus for your grace. Thank you Jesus for your mercy. Wow. The Lord gave me one scripture, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19. If you have it, I want you to I want you to take this, as the word of God from the word of God. As the word from the Lord from the word of God. This is what he's telling us in this season. I'm, I'm not saying he's, he's telling you this from yesterday. I'm not telling you he's going to tell you this tomorrow. This is what God is saying right now. This is the now word of the Lord from the word of God uh, you you're hearing my language it is the now word of the Lord from the word of God and this is what God is saying from Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19 if you be willing if ye be willing and obedient you shall eat the good of the land wow if you will be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. I don't know what you have eaten this far in your life. I'm not talking about food. I'm talking about how the land will respond to you. I'm talking about how the, the very location you are in will respond to you. I, I I don't know how things in your environment, in your atmosphere, in your living, how things have responded to you. I don't know. But my God has sent me to tell you tonight, That if you will be willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Everything will change because you're being willing and you're becoming obedient to the Lord. That which was supposed to be a curse towards you will become a blessing towards you. That which was supposed to be a bad thing will turn into a good thing because you are willing and you're obedient. You're willing to make changes and you're becoming obedient to the Holy Spirit and everything around you is changing. All of a sudden, your life is about to glow. Your life is about to become dead. Decorated by the Lord. Because my God is making things enter into your zone and it will become a good thing. Lord, I don't know for whom you're giving this, but if they are willing and obedient, we if we are willing and obedient, we are going to eat the good of the land. Thank you, Jesus, for this promise. Amen. Horaboko siko riande, zeboriando robogo zika talabaha in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody shouted a mighty amen.